There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Get the Belt Podcast. And now, like I told you last week, I was going to be joined by a special guest, and he is here now. Welcome to the podcast, Shabomi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're very welcome. So, obviously, we've had, and we're going to get into it a bit later, like talking about the show, like this huge fucking show. Um, But. It's groundbreaking because it is actually the very first of its kind here in the UK, mm-hmm. um, a gay dating show. So I'm really excited to get into that with you. Um, but we're going to do what we always do here. I didn't even introduce myself. Shit. Welcome to <laughs> Get the Belt Podcast, home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. Uh, and yeah, I am Miles Hart. And like I said before, we're joined by Shibomi. So let's get into it. We always start this, this uh, podcast off with word of the week. So what okay. is your... Word of the week. Um, I feel like there's so many, so many words that just kind of like sit with me every now and again, and thoughts just come in and go out. But I say the word of the week for me is probably sit in silence. Like that, I feel like you can actually kind of like relate to a lot of things. Like meditation is probably like a really big thing, but even just generally, like the times where. Um, you're maybe in a room with people that you're um, feeling anxious about being in that space for any particular reason, but rather than just kind of like just overthinking things, I feel like even just sitting and just being quiet allows you to really just process things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the more you do that, even by yourself when you're in your room and just having those moments, the more you kind of like do that and just sit in quiet and actually just listen to your thoughts and what's actually going in there because everything that actually goes on in your head even at first instance is not necessarily truth but the more you sit Mm -hmm. with it the more you understand it and I've just kind of noticed especially with myself anyway the more I do that the more like the layers of wall just kind of get pulled um off my eyes and the more things make sense um because also I feel like people a lot of people and this is not everyone but a lot of people are also kind of like really scared to engage their critical thinking skills like it's almost like they want to um hand over accountability over to someone else because they don't want to deal with that themselves but the more you do the more things actually just make sense um so for me that's something that's like and it has really been helpful over the past like i guess couple of weeks especially with yeah the show yeah and your mind doing the most in racing because there's a lot of things to think about um so that's well, yeah. that really <laughs> yeah yeah we're going to get into that 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So how do you practice? Because I like I've tr- right. I've tried the whole, you know, um, meditating thing, and it yeah. does work. However, like I think I've done it successfully like once. Or- no, like two or three times, maybe more. But I struggle. I really do struggle yeah. with just sitting in silence. Like, see, sit, sit with silence doesn't necessarily mean literally sit down and shut up. Like, it's literally just reflect, just think. Like for me, meditating works sometimes, but I actually don't do it as much as I guess people think. Mm. Oh, you have to do it every single day, but no. Even because with my plants as well, like just taking care of them. I don't even realise sometimes I'm like watering, doing this, doing that. But in doing that, because it's, I know exactly what I'm doing with them, I end up just going into just thought process mode and just kind of thinking about things. And I end up having epiphanies at random points of the day because I'm trying to, I try to kind of add that into my day-to-day, just moving about with everything that I'm doing. Um, because it helps, it really helps you kind of, it help, It kind of helps me stay grounded. There are times where I'm feeling really... I feel... I get anxious a lot. Like, yeah. About a lot of things yeah. at random times. Me too. Um, but then, most of the time, the thoughts that you're having are having aren't necessarily in relation to exactly what's going on. Sometimes it could be a past experience or something else that's happened. Mm-hmm. But then, when you kind of, like, just go inwards and just kind of, like, just take a second to breathe and just relax, you then start to notice and observe things around you and realise that actually the the way I'm feeling there's a degree of that that's more to do with how I'm allowing my thoughts to kind of like run as opposed to what's actually going on yeah um, so. that'd be me most of the time most of the time and I think it's because I like my schedule is always so chocker blocked I don't really even allow myself that time because even by the time I get home like after a show or something it might be 11 o'clock and I've probably been up since six or seven in the morning mm-hmm. and i'm on the go all day more time when i come home i'm so tired or the little energy i've got to then sit down and like either sit in silence literally or like you would say you take care of your plants mm-hmm. something that i like to do is cook and there there that are times you. yeah there yeah. are t- like i was gonna say maybe it doesn't need like you were saying it doesn't need to just be you sit down in silence like, yeah one of the things that i love to do is cook so like even I could have a fridge full of food, but like I'm just I just feel like doing something that I can do second nature, like how you take care of your plants. Mm-hmm. But it, I feel like it's it's a wholesome moment where I can switch off. Like even though I'm focusing on the chopping of the Scotch bonnets or the onions or whatever. <laughs> Better not touch your eyes afterwards. Yeah, yeah, listen, I've touched some I've touched some no touch I've touched some things after after Scotch bonnet and it's been fire burn, honey. <laughs> oh shit. But um it, yeah, I can switch off whilst, like, being on autopilot with the cooking. And my head does go to, like, some kind of things. But at times when I'm too tired to, like, get in the kitchen do that, like, what, like, do you, what do you recommend? Or do you, do you consciously carve out times in the day or in your week where I, you no, are going to have that I think, moment? I, I think, I think one, honestly, one thing that has helped me over um, the past year that I've, because um, I quit my job last year, and in that time, I've been exploring a lot of different things and figuring out, okay, what do I want to actually spend my time doing now? That has left me with a lot of space and a lot of time to mostly just kind of like be just sat being like, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to get there? Mm. And if there are times where a thought comes in and it makes me feel any kind of way, rather than allowing it to kind of just take over, because 
a lot of time you just you just you can get triggered by random things yeah, and yeah. rather than allowing it to just take over it's like okay why and yeah. then the more you ask the why you keep asking the why until it gets to a point where it's like oh right okay i see that makes sense and that's the reason why i feel this way from that even though it's not happening right now that's why mm. it's making me feel that way and the more i kind of do that the more the, the easier it becomes for me to actually just figure out how or where my anxiety comes from really and so mm -hmm. that's that's how i end up doing it but more i think more so the time has come from me actually just the time that you've just been there in the first place because yeah i mean time i think is like the most precious re precious resource yeah um the more you have of it then the more you're able to do things but then also it's like how do you look at time and like is it real the concept of it and all mm -hmm. of that stuff so it's there's yeah a yeah lot to, <laughs> a lot to process with it yeah well, that is this week's word of the week to sit in silence. Yeah, I'm gonna nice. try and do that at least twice this week, even if I'm cooking it up. And I do want to try even, and just actually if sit. You're, even if you're like laying, laying in bed just before you go to sleep. Like yeah. I'll just have like some um, calming like sounds just playing in the background. I'm like, okay, well it's bedtime now, but let me try and like, I, 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 I tell myself I'm meditating, lying down. Obviously, you're like trying to get to sleep, but I'm yeah. like, okay, let's just lay here and relax and that's another way to do it like yeah it really does happen naturally for most people but when you're when you're engaging in yourself in those times where it would just be happening anyway then you kind of mm. start to notice like a little bit of a difference yeah well, thank you for that um let's right how was your week let's have a quick little check-in how was your week been? How are um, you doing? Hmm. Little catch up, because like I said, you know, I've not actually seen you for a minute and I didn't want to have the talk before because think... we could share it with, you know, the people then. So yeah. not just how was your week been, but how have you been? Like, so you said you quit your I job. Was, what yeah, were you doing it's, before? It's been, yeah, I've been, it's been a, yeah, it's been a very interesting year, I'd say. So, I mean, obviously it's been a while since I quit my job, like my nine to five job. So I was a software developer mm -hmm. um, and I quit last year. And since then I've basically just been, okay, what are we going to do now? How are we going to spend our time? Um, so I've done bits here and there. I've done some uh, singing, with, like, performing singing with the choir, the For the Culture Collective Choir, which I did a couple of times last year. This performance is really cool because it was my first time singing Full Stop. Yeah. Um, and also performing for people for stop so did you guys doing... sing at the 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 coronation no no some there were there, there were member uh, some members from the collective who were also who also sang the coronation um but um in terms of how they got that gig i'm not really sure but no i wasn't singing the coronation okay but, would uh... you have gag <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> oh. um mm. um oh Oh, it got very BBC all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, I don't, I wouldn't have been able to because I wouldn't have been free anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but Lovely. The, the, but you've been singing, you've been singing, you've been the, singing. The, the performance that Lovely. I them were, <laughs> so the, the, the first one that I did actually... Yeah, um, and it was quite a few of us. This was it was at Oswald Boateng's um, Fashion Week show last. Oh, okay. Year. Um, that one, which was really cool. That was that was for that to be like the first public performance that I did. Full stop. Was yeah, mad. It was wild. Yeah. It was so crazy. It was I, I remember I remember doing not necessarily doing but straight after feeling sort of one being like 
like what the fuck is going on right now like this yeah. is this is crazy i need a bit of like adjustment afterwards to actually get myself together and be like okay is this what we're gonna do or are we still gonna like try other things out and i have been trying other things out as well i've been doing like extra gigs over the past year picking okay come on actor i mean i wasn't necessarily like in the front of the camera but even just being in that space and but you was on set and you was getting your check Right. Period. Because there's coins. We need the coins. Yeah, we do. So that's also been fun. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So other than that, it's just been a lot of just self care, a lot of reflecting, a lot of just taking the time for myself. What mm. I'm going to spend my time doing. We see you um, dancing. We see you catering to your plants. Do not cater to you. Destiny's yeah, child to the plants. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they. I feel like they get more love than even. I mean. I feel like by me even just caring for them the way I have been, I've learned how to actually take care of myself too. Ooh, um, word, so yeah. it's been really like a very positive cyclical thing that I've yeah. been having with the plants over the past year. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a good year in yeah. in, in all. Yeah, I'd say. exciting year, um, and obviously and you, then, you were filming for the show yeah, as well. Yeah, filming the show. Uh, so that when was, was that? that happened? So that happened last year in. Can I say something I think so. So September is when we were filming for it. Okay, so you've been um, sat on this that for was a minute. Started. Um yeah, so it's I've been yeah, I've been sat on it for a while, but I I think I'm actually I think it was actually good having a time from when we filmed to actually just kind of sit with everything and really process because not not you using the word of the week again, not you sitting I, with it. Can you believe Wow Wow <laughs> when I, See when I tell you just take a minute, sit down, yes, <laughs> people clock that uh, but no having that time actually really helped because yeah. the the few weeks after we got back i mean everyone's experience was different and we all kind of like had different things to work through because mm-hmm. one thing you don't quite realize while you're in there is as great as an experience as it was you end up um you have the conversations about your own life experience constantly and even though it's just having conversations that's what it looks like you don't realize just how because it's very very intense and you're doing that constantly back to back all the days that you're there mm-hmm. and it all all happens in there and you're like yeah cool i'm just having a conversation i'm just talking about this talking about that but then you come back and you're pressing and it's like you've had a therapy session the whole time you've been in there but you've not had the time to actually decompress from the therapy session afterwards yeah um and so you do all that after and even though it might have been like an intensity week so you're like oh my god like wow like all of that has been done before um but doing it again was i found for me anyway was really really helpful in a way that i wasn't even i didn't even realize it was going to happen it's mm-hmm. like okay cool we've processed our life experience once but now we're getting to do it again and the way i feel about myself now even though i felt great about myself going in and i felt like i'd reached a place of being really really comfortable with who i am i mean i don't think i would have been on like gone on the show in the first place if i wasn't in that space yeah but even now it's like more so it's like doubled because obviously i've had to go through all that again and yeah. it again and obviously look at the things that i have had to your my own experience and how i've had to kind of go through all of that and still get to where i'm at now and it's it's uh, i'm actually really grateful for that because i didn't even know that that was helping me in that way yeah dope so yeah. lit and in terms of obviously the episode the first episode came out on sunday and then there was another one on Monday. Yeah. How has this week been for you? Like at the start of the week when you knew it was coming out and mm-hmm. going to be out there. Yeah. How, how was that part of the week? And has it been, you know, the Sunday, Monday, After. now on the Tuesday? Yeah. I mean, it's so we've like leading, like leading up to the actual release. Oh, excuse me. Goddamn. 
Um, so we had, <laughs> so we had the we had the press launch last week, which was really really good. That was really fun. After the announcement, I think the initial thing was the announcement. Once the cast announcement was made, it was like, okay, cool. We've gotten as ready as we can for this. You don't know what the reaction is going to be from people because obviously, besides the community, which will get behind us the way that they have done, because the first UK gay days and show, obviously, everyone's going to be like, where has this been? This is amazing. Yeah. Um, that was support that we knew would help, but also not knowing how other people would receive it, other people would take it. That yeah. was, I think, a concern that a few of us kind of had and we're just kind of like, okay, we're not sure what's going to happen. But for me anyway, from what I've seen and what I've chosen to actually pay attention to, it's been it's been great, it's been positive. Like, the it's kind of just gone up from there because after the press launch, everyone that saw episode one of the press launch was like, this is amazing, this is great. And mm-hmm. then that was when we actually watched it as well. And after seeing episode one, Oh, that was yourself, your first time seeing it? That was our first time seeing it. Okay. So since we filmed, it was like, yes, okay, we know kind of obviously what's happened, but we don't actually know. It's, it's different looking at yourself when everything's yeah. then kind of put together. Um, so that put me even more at ease seeing everything out on there. And it was like, okay, this is actually really cool. This is sweet. This is nice. Yeah. Um, and then um, the reaction from friends and family and just how everyone has received it has also even just helped even more. So it's like, okay, cool. All these concerns that I might have had, even though I was trying not to pay too much attention to them, are just kind of being alleviated a bit with each passing day. So that's been really... I mean, I hope it carries on that way. Yeah. Um, But so that's been really... That's been really... Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's been good. Good. Um, But as you know, I wasn't in the UK... Uh, this week I was on holiday, which is cute. It's my first time mm. going on holiday. Hey, where did you go? Because you, you went to go see. Um, did you go see Beyonce at her opening? Be- no, I did not. I thought you did. No, because like, it, it would have made sense because I'm like, yeah. You yeah, were. this is probably the first time that I've not done something <laughs> like that. But I'm seeing her in London and hopefully going to see her in Paris. When it, when, um, not Paris in Marseille. Um, I I can't remember. This is what I mean. My head. No, I know. I know it's on. I know it's on a Tuesday. <laughs> I know it's on a Tuesday. But I can't remember what Tuesday is, and it okay. definitely wasn't. I even thought when we were on our way back from holiday yesterday, I was like, is it tomorrow? But I was like, no, it can't be tomorrow because I had to take time off of work, and today I don't have a show in the evening, so it couldn't have been today. So it could be next week, or it could be the week after. Next week? Uh, wait, what? I need to I need to get my yeah, Beyonce brain together. Now, yeah. yeah um, no, but uh, week's been good. Holiday, holiday. Uh, you know, I've not been on holiday for a long, long time. It's just been work, work, work. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, it was just nice to lay out by the pool and not have to worry about mm-hmm. being, recording a podcast, going and doing a show, going to work or just, it, I could just chill. And that was like, yeah. great. But it was also like mine and my boyfriend's first holiday together. So that mm-hmm. was like all special and all of those nice things. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 because I was gonna say something, but something I thought, let me just leave that out. Yeah, um, no, but it was it was amazing, it was amazing. Um, and then what else? Oh, I was actually invited to the little the little mermaid premiere, mm-hmm. uh, by um, a friend of mine called Stephanie Yaboa, she's like a blogger influencer, uh, and it was yesterday, and I probably could have made it, but I had to go from the airport to the theater. So, you know, obviously I'm not the kind of girl to call in sick to go to a premiere. But if there's one, you're going to call in sick to go to. It, it probably would have been now. But I was like, you know what, let me, <laughs> let, me, let me stick true to my contract. Let me just go to work. Oh, see Hallie another day. That's cute. That's um, cute. But it looked cute. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's not really been... I've just been chilling. she was wearing the white? 
Where yeah, she was, she was there with uh, all the little the headpiece and that. Yeah, no, that was really cute. But otherwise, my week has been good. I've just I've just been chilling, so I've not really got much to say. Normally, there's been some dr- beef, some dramas, or premieres. But I've just been laying down on the beach drinking. And but that's what that at the end of the day, that is what sun cream on my man's want. ass. Period. Wax on, <laughs> wax off. <laughs> but right, let's get into melanin magnificence. So, who okay. is your Melanin Magnificence this week? Um, so, I mean, I say this week only because I'm on the show and so I was just trying to think of who do I want to give Melanin Magnificence to. There also loads of people doing amazing things, but one person who has stuck in my mind since they first came to my attention um, is Matthew Blaze. So okay. They're a queer Nigerian activist who... Um, first kind of came to my attention anyway during the NSARS protests in 2020. Right, yeah. Um, so obviously that was all around um, the around police brutality and how that affects um, Nigerian youth especially. Um, but it's very easy to forget how that affects um, queer Nigerian youth even more because obviously with um, the laws against the community in Nigeria, and how that could also then be used um, as a weapon in those situations where you're kind of like faced with um, the police and stuff like that. The fact that they were still going out in the street and really chanting and in the way that they were enjoying attention, not just for the youth, but also the queer youth that get forgotten yeah. in countries where we're also here, but people are like, you're not necessarily, they kind of like tried to exclude us. That mm-hmm. was something that I thought was so so powerful because even like i i don't even think i would have had the strength to be able to do that and to be living out in proud nigeria and still doing that in the way that they were was yeah because it's dangerous for them as well exactly yeah and still obviously um uh very active right now trying to raise funds for um the uh, lgbt youth in nigeria and doing as much as they can and i'm just I'm just to know about other things that they do and they carry on doing and been doing. I think they're in Germany right now um, doing, um, there's an exhibition or something going on. But Are they non-binary? Yes, they're non-binary. Okay, because um, I don't know if, if you just yeah. said they're... You know, they're, yeah, they're non-binary. Before I say, oh so yeah, he. Like, yeah, they're, they're, I just yeah, need to make sure where we <laughs> yeah, was at. So, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, Matthew Bay is amazing human. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to check them out on Instagram. We'll put their socials yes, in, the, yeah, in the episode link. Uh, so my Melanin Magnificence uh, goes to uh, Dr. Shola Moshog Bamimu. Oh! I think we know auntie. why. Yes, auntie was I mean, there many on... There have been many reasons over the weeks. Like, it's just been, I feel like just back to back. Do you know what I mean? At this point, them, she needs her own oh, Melanin Magnificence show, like hot. what she did this week, <laughs> why we're praising her this week. Um, so she went on to a... Um, to, onto Jeremy Vine, onto a TV show to talk the things um, as she does all the time. And she was on set with uh, the presenter by the name of Dawn Neesom, who Someone couldn't knew? say my... This was giving Destiny's Child. <laughs> Dr. Shola said, say my name, say my name. Like, Get it right, it's and on again, the screen. Right, it's, uh, she said, read, bitch. She said, are you illiterate? She said, are you illiterate? Read, bitch. Look, she, she was at... Do it phonetically, come on. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I'm giving it to her is not just because, like, just because she's great, but, again, that was such a teachable moment Mm -hmm. to not just, you know, the whites that will just try and brush over someone's name or, like, just 
be completely okay with not saying it or not being able to pronounce it. But a, a moment where, you know, not even just black people, but people with whose names aren't Tom or Ben can go into a space and be like, no, please say my name. Because that's the bare minimum that you can do to just call someone by their, by what their mum named them or however they name themselves. And like, I've only experienced it. Like my name is quite easy to pronounce, but I've also lived in countries where it's not easy to pronounce. And I'd be called Miles or I'd be called May. And it's like, no, it's Miles. And, these motherfuckers could say some crazy shit, but couldn't say my name. But it got to the point where I was just like, yeah, call me, call me like oh, that. No, yeah, okay. You Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, like you must get it a lot oh, in this here UK. Oh, I've been getting it for as long as I can remember. I mean, now, now it's got to a point where it's like, that's okay. Take as many times as you need, but we're not shortening it because it's short already. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So what you have is already. It's giving three syllables, like <laughs> there's, there's not six. At uni, so one, one of my <laughs> one of my friends at uni ended up shortening it to sub. Stop it. And not sub. Yeah, but then it's not sub. sub. <laughs> do you do you are you sub? <laughs> But then the thing is, the thing is, it's stuck. So all through uni, everyone's calling me you. You were sub, and like, and oh as soon as days. someone introduces you as that, it's then hard to. Ch- so it was it's hard like, to shake. So there, there are there are a handful of people that call me that, but anyone yeah. knew that I meet. Obviously, it's like no, that is like okay. The people that call me that, that's nothing to do with you. Like that's yeah. not what you call me. So to everyone, I, I'm always just like, it's okay if you don't get it right first time or if yeah. you're struggling to pronounce it. I'll give you that grace. I'll give you the leeway. However, ask me how to say it again. Keep yeah. asking if you forget. Yeah. But because I also get, oh, what's the short form? I'm like, baby. Yeah, no. You don't it. know me like that. You that's don't know it. me like You can't be giving me nicknames. We Otherwise, don't know each other. I can't be introducing my full name to every single person because then if you ask what's the short form, then Shibumi will sound easier for you. Yeah. So should we be doing that? Like, but I have things to do. I have, like... <laughs> Come on now. Facts, <laughs> facts. So, yeah, but yeah, I get it. I get it all the time. Yeah. But and the girls are trying, so at least some of them. Exactly. And I feel like <laughs> at one point, like, there wasn't, we weren't, we didn't always have that strength. Well, I know that I didn't yeah, to be I like to my teachers or to care. whoever, oh no, it's this. And for her to be on with the platform that she's got to go on TV and get this white woman together <laughs> and say, no, say my name. We're not doing this until you say my mm-hmm. name. Like you said, read it. And I feel like, yes, not only was it a teachable moment for, for people out there that will struggle or not even attempt to say someone's name but for the people out there with names where they're living in a place or might be going into a space where it's not going to be as easy or as familiar for those people where they are now getting the courage because of this moment to be like actually no I feel empowered for you to just say my name like how it is because like you said bare minimum so that's not only was it a sassy yes get it together moment but i really did see the bigger picture in that and like how it can affect you know the little boys and the little girls that may have been watching that in the morning while they're eating their breakfast on the way to go to school that day and she might have made one of those boys or girls be like no miss like 
to that sub so, to that yeah. substitute teacher know say my name properly. And with, with, with some people as well, like especially if you're if you're someone who's got you've got either um, a Nigerian name or if you're not Nigerian, whatever name, and then yeah. you have an oh, not British name, Christian yeah. name. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some you'd even though your first name is your actual like whatever name. your parents called, you end up going by the Christian or the English yeah. one just to make other people feel comfortable. Even though that's, that's not, not what the you move. Go by. Not after twenty twenty, bitch. Not after 2020. No. Not after you and your white self posted a black square. <laughs> you will say my name. <laughs> say my name. <laughs> so yeah, my melanin magnificence this week goes to Dr. Shola. Um, uh, right, let's right, let's get into it. Let's get into Miles Measures. Oh. So I'm gonna keep Miles Measures short and sweet because I want to talk about I Kiss the Boy. Yeah. So for the for the most part. Mm. Um, and then like I was saying, there wasn't actually that much that that. I saw to talk about. Uh, so, Beyonce. Beyonce kicks off the tour. Are you going? Yes. Okay, when are you going? So I feel like you were about to tell me. Huh? I felt like you were about to tell me earlier, but you didn't say. Or maybe you oh, did. no, no, I am going. I'm, I'm when are you going? Twice. You're going twice. Ah! Period. Like, I've, never, I've never even seen Beyonce before. Really? So I'm, like, I'm like, I need to get <laughs> your No, you will. Maximum. You I'm, will. I'm, things, I'm, I already know. I already know. I mean, it's one of the things where, like, you try not to set expectations for things, but I the mean, expectations are set. I don't even set. need to. It doesn't matter what I set; it will be met. Period. So I'm so excited. So so excited. Um, where are you seeing her? First, uh, London. The Tottenham. So, yeah. Come on now. Have you got an outfit See, for it? One day, I don't. Yeah. So that's one thing that we need to sort out because I've seen on socials. The people they might not as well be games. on set. Not they might games. as well be on stage not as well. Um, have you been yeah. watching the videos? Because one thing I said to myself is I don't want to watch none of these videos. I want to go there and be blown away mm. and not expect anything and like have that moment. And I failed dramatically. I, yeah, I, I mean, failed. Yeah. Day, <laughs> day one, as soon as she posted, because she posted that like little like promo one where it was just like little clips but without sound on. Her oh head. yeah, I saw that one. I was like. Oh. Well, I we're here one. now. Yeah, like, and so, from when you've okayed, because mm-hmm. before she wouldn't post shit, but from when she's now okayed, like, the the, the footage, like, okay, here's, like, see me, like, like watch me. It doesn't me. matter how much you see, you're still gonna yeah, get it. Yeah, you're still gonna get it, you're still gonna get it. Um, so I, I've, I've been trying not to look at too many of them. I have seen some clips here and there, yeah. like, but I've tried to minimise how much I'm looking at it. I'm not like, yeah. watching it over and over again. Sometimes yeah. I'll see something for like two seconds and I'm just like... And then quickly go away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, we don't need to spoil the whole thing. Like, let's yeah. give it I've seen Let's it ginger enough. ourselves for what's to come. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited about seeing that. Um, obviously, I've read that she, she is still recovering from this foot injury. Um, oh, can, well, dear. foot injury and operation that she had, so she's not giving us boom cat cat like she normally would. Yeah. But I'm living for the strutting, the walking around, and she does a little bit with the torso. I mean, she can give us um, sensual, we'll still receive and exactly. And like I said, <laughs> I'm not even looking at all the like the footage too tough, so I could go there and who knows, she might really be doing up choreo. But mm. from the stuff that I've seen, she's not been doing too Dude, much, nice. yeah, she's not been at the dancery that much. Um, <laughs> But regardless, I'm really, really, really excited for that. Um, yes, super duper excited for that. Um, so, did you, do you ever watch Eurovision? Um, I always just end up seeing clips online as they come out. Like, I've never actually sat and watched the whole thing or had like a... Do you like it? I don't mind it. I mean, it... it... What do you like about it? Uh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
No, there the, could be the, nothing. The, the thing, no, no, the thing I do actually like about it is like, it really does, it's kind of like, you, you, with Eurovision, it's like, like the gay world cup almost. Like, yeah, it, it gives that. It gives The girls that. come out, they have like the viewing parties, everyone just has fun, has a good time. Like mm-hmm. the way it brings people together is really cute, is really nice. Yeah. Um, Did Ukraine attend? I didn't watch it. I, I didn't watch know. it. I don't know. I might sound really dumb now, but, but because yeah. They, there is, they just didn't host because they won last year's they didn't host because that's what the UK's hosting this year. Um, but whether or not they, surely they would have done. They were there last year because that's why they, was, they, were, they won. Yeah. So they must have been there this year or were they just there as like... I don't know because I didn't actually watch it. The only thing I saw on the, on the timeline is that UK came second to last. This year. Again. Yeah, but I feel like they... I don't think I will see a day when they win. I don't. Well, maybe they would have... They would have... I guess they... I mean, even though I didn't watch it. I feel like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say, maybe they would have won last year, but... Mm, they didn't yeah. win last year. I don't think they, they've ever they won. Yeah. Maybe they, they won, won like one. They were second like... last year. Oh, really? Yeah. The only song... Do you know what that song was? That what? Which one? The one that they came second with, or who even? It was Sam Ryder, the guy with the long hair, blonde, long hair, white guy, long hair. I feel like, like that's what they I, do, I've, like, I've, I've seen him on social. I, I mm. haven't heard the song. I don't know what the song is, but he's. A, he, I definitely know he was on that one. Or yeah. Second I mean, it looks it. It's not my kind of fun, but I yeah. see the funness to it. There was one year, however, I don't know why I watched it, like, from the start to the finish. I can't remember. But it was the year, I can't remember what country it was, but this one bitch came out and it wasn't even giving Eurovision. Like, it was actually giving concert, like, actual music, not just, oh, like, the, the, Euphoria. The, the performance, like, the one Euphoria. that she was, like, giving breakdown. And... From, yeah, and she, there was, was contemporary I think it was last da- year that she did that. No, this was, like, because this it? song is old now. Okay. I felt oh, like it's, it's old. you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, it's from okay. now until the, the end oh, yeah, yeah. of time. Wait, wasn't, she that, wasn't she the one that won this year as well? Did no, she? Because the person that won this year, Laureen, like she's won. Laureen, that's her name, she, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she won this year. So she, yeah, she came back and took her thing. She said, this crown is mine. Yes. Uh, oh. But yes, otherwise, I don't know, no songs from Eurovision. I would actually like to go to like a Eurovision viewing party and like actually just kind of watch the whole thing. Because it looks like it's an experience. Like everyone It's so through. cheesy. But for the most part, it's just so cheesy. And I'm not that kind of... I'm not yeah. that member of the LGBTQDL community that be doing up... Don't scream it you know those kind of like i've just now only really started getting into things like drag race um yeah i know and like whenever i'm around you know the fag friends and they're like (laughs) quoting mean girls i'm like can we quote some my wife and kids or i don't know this is nasty i wouldn't be able to to quote that i'm not gonna lie really but you was born in nigeria right i was born here you're born here why do i feel like you was born in nigeria i was born here i moved back to nigeria when i was six Okay. And then back here at 16. See, that era was my wife and kids. Yeah, that era is very much... Like, and you might have had that there, like, but... There were, there were, there were shows... That were, the same shows were also there, but yeah. I just didn't watch them to the frequency that people who would have been here would have watched them. But obviously, the people in Nigeria would have watched them to mm-hmm. that degree. I just ended up... No, I said you watching things the same way. Or I was also in boarding school for three years. Like, a lot of my time was... Okay, spent, yeah. We're doing book. We're yeah. reading. So but you like, came back <laughs> and you learned Mean Girls. I didn't, I wouldn't say I learned, I've seen it once. Um, so and like, stu- I would get, no, like things. Can you stick, quote it? Th- no, I can't quote anything. Things don't okay. stick in my head like that. Well, at least I don't feel alone on that. Okay, I liked it. Because I feel like I'm the only gay it. that can, that can 
that don't connect. No, I, I mean... I can say I you can't sit with us. I, I think, think that's can, Yeah, I think that like, there are some references that are popular enough that when they happen, you can get where it's coming from sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. But for me, it's like the context. If the context fits enough, you don't even need to know where references from. You're like... Yeah, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. It works. So, okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's... I feel like Eurovision is one of those things that the the quote-unquote the gays yeah. love. I feel like you turn, if you were to turn to like, go out to like, a game party or something, like, you end up having a few drinks. Drinks. I was going to say, I need and a drink. After, That's my force. <laughs> and then after That's a bit cool. of time, you just end up getting into it. I'm sure you'd end up just kind of just being so consumed by the whole thing. You're like, why didn't I do this before? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, and then finally, because I want to keep this short. Well, yes. Uh, so, uh, Joa Ando, um, actress, she's known for currently being in uh, the Queen... Queen Charlotte. Um, oh. I've been calling it the Black Queen, but whatever. Well. Um, and she's in Br- Bridgerton as well. So at the coronation, um, she was on TV speaking about something and they asked her, oh, what do you think about this? And she just made a comment that was like, you know, it, it is great, but I am, you know, disheartened that that diversity that the, that the palace had is now looking terribly white. And she's been dragged for this. Well, Pardon? What's the word? The the like the the royal family like because they were looking at you know Queen Camilla, uh, King it's, Charles, yeah. yeah yeah, and the rest of the day people them and it was just all white people and obviously Meghan went there and I, that's the only other person of color that I think would have mm. been there. But then no, her her mum might have been there as well. But basically it was full of white people and mm. she was just like oh it's great but you know that diversity that we could have had is a shame that's gone it's just giving is terribly white now and they were just like okay and then she's been dragged for saying that who's dragging her like she i mean well well you know what i've got <laughs> i've got like really a nuanced opinion on that mm-hmm. because that yeah I, I just feel like I'm not dragging her for saying it. Like, it, yet it is a shame. But then should a family... Obviously, they're royal, so it makes them different to a certain extent. Um, but should they... Like, do they need to marry someone black and have them there or brown or Chinese or whatever just so it's not white? Like, I think... I, I just, see what you mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just I, like, it's, well, of course. They're, I see the, what you mean, they're right? the it's, it's different. It's different when you're like trying to hire people into a workplace, but where it's like, I guess, marriage, where it's like, it's, yeah. I, I, from that angle, I can see. Yeah, the, yeah. Th- that's it. It's, and like, obviously, I get it. They're, they're the crown, and, you know, their job is to represent the United Kingdom. But then are we now going to be doing forced marriages just for that? <laughs> and like, yeah, you hire, um, marry this Chinese gal and you marry that non-binary black person and let's just make this the colours of the rainbow. Like, one thing I loved about, you know, Harry and Meghan is that, to my knowledge, they've just married each other because they love each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not just purely for representation. Yeah, it's great that... So they could celebrate the yeah, event, so but now that she's not there anymore, it's... Just to do, like, things just kind of flowed out naturally. Like, yeah. if people get married and they end up being divorced, you then be like, oh, like, why did that divorce kind of, like, happen sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, to look at a family and be like, oh, that's terribly white. I just thought... It's a, it's a family regardless. Like, that's it's a, fa- a family. Yeah, like, like, like... That's just them. Yeah. They're just white. Because <laughs> also, if Megan was there, 
she was not being treated well and was actually suicidal at one so point. So should she then just go So should now she be there just so there's a brown face there? <laughs> so, yeah, it might be terribly white, but like, they're the royals. I don't really care that much about them. But mm. like, I know that I, I wanted to get your opinion on that, on like, on what she said and maybe the reaction behind that. Like, I don't feel like she should have got dragged. But like I, I said, it just, it's a family. I think it just, yeah, I think it, like you're saying, it probably just points to not necessarily, not necessarily her understanding, but just kind of like realizing when it comes to things like diversity, the the sort of like not sort of spaces, but just where it's um, where you can actually say, okay, this is hundred percent applicable. Like if I kind of feel like with marriage, like if the marriage happens because someone in the family is attracted to. And someone else is trying to stop them from, mm-hmm. for that sake of, oh, they're not white, then okay, that's a problem. But if it's that there's just no one that's come about that they're going to marry that is of any other ethnicity, you can't then say, oh, it's, it's like the, the diversity is not there as opposed to like the workplace, like I was just saying, mm-hmm. where people are intentionally not being hired because of yeah. their race or something. Like it's a, it's not the same yeah um and so it's it, it, it sounds almost like she was looking at like kind of diverse in the workplace as opposed to diverse yeah in, like, and which her. is why i get it because it's the crown mm-hmm. and they're doing their you know their royal duty to do this and to do that but that's where yeah. i think having a there, royal family doesn't yeah. really make sense which is why i don't think we should have one because it's just it's just Long. It's just long. <laughs> That's all I can think. It's like I mean, the girls are struggling on the streets. Like, what is money that we spent on the This corner? is I it. Too much, this but... is what one thing I really want to know is how much do the crown bring in a year, and how is much it, does it take? Like, numbers? is it actual? Well, I would love to know this because, like, is it actually turning turning a profit? Like, is it... <laughs> turning a profit. Like, like, is it turning? Well, that's what if they're a business and that's what they're here mm-hmm. to bring the the country millions. I want to see if the numbers out. Uh, lower than the numbers in because if it is you know what and you're you're spending all this money like it was i think allegedly 250 million but if you're still yeah but if you're bringing in i don't know 500 million or 200 million a year like on top of the expenses then okay but even then i'm like but that money isn't going to the people it's going to you so mm-hmm. yeah you're bringing in money to the country but there's money we don't see. See, I don't really know, and I shouldn't be the one to speak about this. I need to get someone that knows. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't really like the rules. But I don't think, yeah, back to the story, because I feel like I'm dive, like going off track. Uh, Joma, I feel like, yes, the family is white, but you can't, maybe she didn't even mean terribly right, because, you know, you can, you can try something, and, you know, these possible people, like, oh, that's terribly good. So she might have just been like, oh, it's terribly... It's, it's very, now. yeah. No, I don't think no, so. No, she was dragging him. She was dragging him. She was dragging him. I'm just trying to give her grace. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah I, th- I think, I think the, the grace would probably give her is just maybe the way she's looking at it, like diversity in, in one what? place and like in TV, diversity in the workplace, diversity in just um, spaces that you're in and, and diversity in a family that is just a family. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they are just a family. They may have like whatever... Um, ideals, and, ideals and opinions that they do have but they are a family and so you can't like force them to then do up ticking boxes of inclusion 
yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Period. Well, that is it for Miles Measures. It was short and sweet this week because we've got bigger things to talk about. Uh, so, Mr. Shibomi, you are oh. one of the stars and contenders on I Kissed a Boy, one of the yeah. UK, well, the UK's first ever gay dating show. When I first saw this, before I even knew that you were on it, like the trailer came out for it, I was like, for one, about time. Number two, when am I going to get hired to like present, do a, you know, <laughs> something like there's a queen there for me too. Uh, and thirdly, like I was like, I was really interested in not only how it was going to come across, mm-hmm. but obviously being, um, I don't know what I am, but like I talk about things that happen, like it's part of my passion and like my job to talk about things that happen in the, in the community, especially here in the, in the, in the UK, especially the, the black, queer community i like to focus on those kind of things um i was like really interested to see how it was gonna how it was gonna not only be represented and how the culture was gonna be represented because i'm one of the first things i said is i hope they don't just make it like cheesy all white gays just just running around just like i want to see niggas on that show and i saw your face i said yes my g and then we saw another guy what's his name short really cute yeah joe um and so like that kind of representation it was good like yeah but i was definitely very worried about how we were gonna come across did you share that same worry when you were first approached I definitely did. I think and were you approached? Sorry to cut you. Were you approached or did you... Like, was I, there a flyer I, I was. So I, did, I didn't actually... I didn't know... About, I mean, I had heard about, like, something going on, but it's not that I'd... I knew that there was one actually happening. I mm-hmm. did, I was I was messaged um, on Instagram um, and told about the show, like, would I be interested? And then I kind of, like, just looked at, like, the brief information kind of thing and then asked if I'd like to apply. So I started applying, but I got called in for an interview or start to the interview process while I was doing that. So what was that uh, so like, the, the whole in- interview process and stuff? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm basically like thinking, well, I think I can, yeah, you just basically, you go in for an interview, they, you have an interview with like a producer, then you go, in, I think you have a couple, you have, I have three. Um, and they just ask you just questions about like yourself. It's just more of like a getting to know you type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess through that, they figure out who they want. They ask you questions about not just your life, but also your, like preferences what you're looking for and that sort of thing so when we get to preferences one of my things was are we going to be getting to the are we going to say you know tops bottoms verses and they they did in the first even in the first um in the first first episode episode, there was a mention of that and i thought okay like because it's not just find love like compatibility in the lgbtq plus dl community is like it's key like you can't just be attracted to someone and be compatible like yeah because like the, the moment there's something that i guess isn't that that's where you're then kind of like okay we're gonna have to compromise here but am i ready to compromise and i think that's something that kind of does get in the way of a lot of um, relationships getting any stronger excuse me or going any further than they do because of people not willing to take this chance. hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. They make these compromises. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, but they, they, so did they ask you guys, are you top bottom they first? Did, they, they did ask. Yeah. Period. They did ask. Um, and that's not that's that should even come as a shock to anyone. Like those sorts of questions, we all ask ourselves, ask each other. Like, I know, daily. but with so I know, but like, this being the first LGBTQ, well, the first gay, yeah. uh, you know, um, dating show. I I didn't know if I could trust like the BBC to really be like right. We've got all of these things that we need to ask, and we understand the community and the relationship. So. You know, and we're going to implement all these things because I remember one time Love Island was going to open it up, but they said logistically we can't make it I work. Remember, remember, so remember, even remember. just off the back of that, I'm like, these these yeah. motherfuckers, they don't know. But yeah. they were asking you the the questions yeah, that needed to be asked. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were asking all the interviews. I was like, I mean, this this feels. Bu-. The second is kind of relaxing, but like a question, just a question. Like there shouldn't be anything that's that makes you feel any kind of way when you ask about it, apart from the shame that you're probably feeling, which other people have made you feel because of that thing. But at the end of the day, that thing is just that thing and there's that's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just fact is fact, right? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, questions were asked during like the interviews and things. Um, so eventually they're like, yeah, we want to have you on the show. And I think that was the moment where I was like, okay, like this is, this is maybe not... This is not a joke, I guess. Like, this is... Because in, <laughs> initially... I mean, the, the re- one of the reasons why I even agreed to apply in the first place is because it was, like... I felt like I was in the middle of, a like, the perfect trifecta of just three things going on where, one, I wasn't working at the time. You had the two, time, yeah. Yeah, I had the time. Uh, two, um, I was ready to start dating again. I'd been mm-hmm. single at that point for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. We've done the work we need to do. We've learned what we need to learn. I know who I am and what I want and what I'm comfortable with and my value and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and three, I was like, I need a holiday. <laughs> Where was it? In Italy, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, look And cute. so it was just like, and then I started weighing up, okay, why would I not do this? What could the drawbacks be? And, and what were those things? I couldn't come up with any besides, I mean, the only thing that I would, the only thing that kind of made me take a step and just kind of like pause and think about was obviously I'm Nigerian. I go back to Nigeria. How would everyone, how would it affect everyone else I care about and that sort of thing. But mm. I'm, I feel like, because I'm out here, I'm out in Nigeria, I'm out everywhere. Like everyone knows I'm, nothing about me is secret anymore. Did you um, still have to speak to your family about it? Was there a conversation where you were like... It, there was, there was, 
I was informing. I wasn't. I informed. Um, but this Period. Is yeah. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> and I, I did have um, like a bit of pushback or a bit of like, but it was. I think whenever I have those moments with anyone, my siblings, by the way, were just fine. Like with them, I think everything yeah. with us just very much like this is what's going on. Cool. Um, but the only kind of pushback I got back was just very much. I think just the initial like fear of what could happen kind of thing but whenever that does happen there's i just i notice that there's just a bit of an adjustment period it's just like take a step back just figure out how you're going to get sit in silence sit in a silence literally (laughs) just figure out how you're gonna meet me where i'm at because i feel like Mm. i'm i'm very much in a place now where i know what i'm doing and the way i move and the things i do are not harmful to anyone because i'm doing nothing but just existing as i am and if you're not comfortable with that I've spent enough time trying to make everyone else feel comfortable that you now need to meet me where I'm at. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to, then take as much time as you need. I'm fine here. But when you're ready, come back and meet me. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is when anything kind of comes up with anyone in my family where it's like, I'm just like, cool, but nothing's going to yeah. change. I'm still doing this or still doing that. So you said that you were single for a bit and you're ready to start dating again. Was it a case that you were going on the show Obviously, you said holiday, mm-hmm. but were you going on that, like, you know, I actually uh, yeah, want ready, to find love? Ready, yeah, because uh, three, three years was, I mean, not like three years is a long time or whatever, because I'm, I mean, I was very much happy being single. Like, the three years that I was single, I learned so much about myself that I didn't quite realise or didn't even know when there was someone else that I had to kind of just make concessions for like do things to kind of make sure that they also felt comfortable because when you're in a relationship with someone it's no longer just you and that's also why you get into one because as much as you're happy as you are you're also in a space where you're willing to give to someone else yeah and so in the time of me just being by myself because that was actually I that was also the first time of me being um out and single because i was still in a closet when i got with my ex at the time like we were together like four and a half years yeah um and it wasn't until we broke up that i was actually like single and actually fully out and i could just kind of like fully explore so there was a lot of exploration and like finding more about me generally in that time Mm -hmm. and so i think it was just enough time for me to just figure out everything else i needed to figure out and kind of deal with all the things that happened in my relationship that then kind of um helped get me to where I'm at mentally with just myself and being comfortable and all of that. Um, so I, yeah, I was, I felt like, okay, yeah, I am pretty ready because I know if I am, if there's anyone that I end up with, it would just be to add to the happiness that I feel like I'm already feeling from me just being where I'm at. And so you was ready I'm... to, to find your man on that show. Yeah. Yeah. I really was ready. Yeah. And, um, in terms of, you know, when you said at the beginning they were asking you questions like about your compatibility and stuff like that. One of the first things I thought at the at the start of the of the whole program is they made you guys come out and just kiss. Had you met that person no, before? Were you that, briefed that, that, on them that, or did you see a picture of nothing. them? Nothing. That that kiss was the first time I had laid eyes. Baby boy, you look like you enjoyed that kiss. You look like you was you was enjoying, <laughs> and the second time. I mean, going back for seconds, I know, like, no, I, I did, I really did, um, and it's it is actually weird when because I have had an instance where a friend tried to take me on like a like a blind date, a blind, like, yeah, and I mean it was fine, the guy was alright, no problem, but 
it just it just didn't work. It just didn't give, and it was just very much like, oh, okay. So it's very weird when you're meeting someone, not knowing what they look like or anything, because yes, you there may be other qualities that you find attractive in someone, but at the end of the day, regardless of what those things are, everyone has like things that they would find physically attractive or visually attractive when mm-hmm. you see someone. That the initial attraction has to be there based off on based off of what your brain finds attractive even if you don't know necessarily what that is there will be you will see someone you can be like yeah okay i'm willing to give us a go or mm, maybe not but that's just based off of like first mm-hmm. and that i think that was probably the thing of like oh my god what if there is nothing when we like walk pop right around that corner what happens if there's like so yeah would you have um had you got up to him and not been attracted to him did you guys receive like the go ahead to not kiss. No, no, it's not. Was like there a, like, like? Did like they tell you you need to kiss them? It's it's, it's not like a walk up pause and they're like, okay, either do this now or no. It's like a from the beginning, you know that that's what you're gonna do. I mean, okay, it's, it's obviously it's not by force. It's not by force. Like no one is like. Oh, did anyone want. say like you you it, it, you can if you want not? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, okay, because yeah, I, I was that that was one of my things. I was thinking, you know, there's no way. That you can just go up, and if you not like someone, kiss them. Maybe like a peck, but no one yeah. did up. So 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 then that's that's I guess how it would then. And at one point, I did think I think it was, I think it was Joe actually. Um, Joe, this is the other black guy, right? Yeah, Joe's like yeah. Yes, um, I did think when they first kissed, I was like, oh. It looks like he was pulling back and then the other one was that really doing up. No, I'm enjoying this. And I thought, okay, maybe this is genuine then because I was reading, maybe like incorrectly reading, but I did read, oh, he's not enjoying this that much. But for the most part, I was like, everyone is enjoying this. Like how... I think, I think that's the part of it though. It's like, because even in, the, in, your, in your head, you're, you're like, okay, cool. This is someone mm-hmm. I've been matched with. So I, I do want to like try... Yeah, this out like see what happens and just kind of like allow the feelings to start to just like build or whatever um but yeah with me with me anyway it was very much like okay cool i'm i'm, I'm happy to go ahead <laughs> um so yeah and how did that match making process obviously i'm guessing it was the questions that they asked you do you guys have any knowledge of like how they did pair you guys up i have no idea really i have absolutely zero um i don't know how they did it i don't know how they they... like i was saying at the beginning of this one of my worries was that they were gonna like over sexualize like i feel like the gay community already is really over sexualized and we're all deemed as like even recently i put on my instagram story you know um because I'm bi and I be with I'm with guys. I've got a boyfriend and I also like to party. Someone was just like, I just presume because that you're part of the LGBTQ community and that you like to have fun, that you just do drugs. And that to me was like really like, mm, like I know many gay people, bi people, whatever that mm-hmm. don't do drugs. And I know that the other thing that is connected with, especially the gay community, is, is that, the promiscuity, yeah. the promiscuity, or is that right? Am I saying that? Motherfucker, right? Yeah. <laughs> Period. Thank you so much. But that part, the over-sexualized nature of it. So when I first saw that the first thing that they're getting, you know, you guys to do was 
to meet mm. with a kiss was like, ooh. It was thinking, like, the girls are going to go in and shit's going to go down. Yeah, well, and- that and also, like, I, again, like, so I've watched, like, one season of Love Island. Um, the rest of it I didn't really watch. Um, but I was, like, in a real conflicted place. At the beginning, I was like, okay, I don't know whether the world is ready to receive, like, this as the first thing that they're doing mm-hmm. because there's already that stigma mm-hmm. of... Gays would just kiss anyone. You know, they just kid, they just all go up to each other and they do this and that's not the case. Mm, it's not. So it's not. I was I, I I think I think that's that's the whole reason why like they've got the matches because it's like based off of what your the descriptions you've given or the questions you've how you've answered the questions they're asking, they're like, okay, at the very least this would be someone that they're could be something potentially with but then at the end of the day it's obviously still like optional, it's not like you kinda like have to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um Brent, the, the kisses were also, they were also really cute. So it was kind of like, and we, I think with, with all of us as well, we we're very trusting that, trusting in like the production team and knowing that they, they, they know what it is that they're trying to do and how they're trying to like paint us. And it wasn't going to be a thing of, we're going to play into too many of the stereotypes. Like I, mm. it's, yeah. So I, I get, I get that hundred percent, but then, yeah. The reason why I said I was conflicted is because, you know, halfway through watching the first episode, I was reminded that, you know, when we watch Love Island, some of their challenges are go up and kiss this person or Mm, grab that person or do a strip mm. dance. And then I had to, you know, check myself and question myself and, you know, ask myself the question that, yes, okay, maybe, maybe the society that we live in today, and to some extent, some of our actual community aren't ready to see something that is already a stereotype but should we not be now afforded because a a tv show yes you guys might have you know been serious about finding love but ultimately it's entertainment for the for the for the people that are watching it um so we should be entitled to have that same level of fun when Mm -hmm. making a a tv show Mm -hmm. that straight people have however obviously straight people even though I disagree with this, they aren't, well, yeah, they aren't as hounded down about being the sluts that they really are. And you have to ask yourself a question, you have to ask why that is, like, why is it that we're the ones who are demonised for doing the exact same things that... Homophobia. Homophobia, that's it. Homophobia, (laughs) yeah. So I had to really even check myself, because, like I said... Yes, there's these stereotypes and like when I first saw that the first thing you guys are doing a kiss, I'm like, oh, they're feeding into this. Mm. Like, let's see you guys get to know each other first or whatnot. But then I was reminded, yo, this is Love Island, but for the gays. So why do we now need to come and play nuns? Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? So I felt like I felt like you guys were did your big one and were really brave in doing this because like there are people I feel that would have watched that and been like I think that was too much is like mm. feeding into the 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 stereotypes of um some of the things there but then at the same that would feel like anything is too much but mm. it's like if yourself know, did that ever come into your mind by the way when you were you know either recording or about to go on that or you know this is the first time I'm gonna be representing mm-hmm. not just the gay community but we'll speak about this later but mm-hmm. being a black gay on the show mm-hmm. like were those things that you were thinking about or no not at all the, i mean they were things that i wouldn't say didn't come up in i wouldn't say didn't come up in my head because i might have thought about them even if it was briefly but 
Um, I think I just, I basically just put a lot of trust in the show and knowing that, okay, regardless of what it is that we might have been asked to do at the beginning with the kiss, mm-hmm. how things then move on from there with me is then up to me. But then at the end of the day, like, I don't, cause I, I don't really have to think so much about it because I just know how I am and I'm like, yeah, what am I doing? That's a problem. It's a problem. As far as I'm concerned, it's with you, not with me. Yeah. And so that's something that you have to deal with. You need to sit in silence and figure that out. It's not yeah. my business. Um, it's my business when you kind of like then come to me with it. But yeah. other than that, as long as, as far as I'm aware, what I'm doing really shouldn't be seen as anything problematic or anything that should cause any issues then. Because they'd be doing this on I'm Love Island. It's the only they, difference is, is now doing, gays doing it. Doing Men do it. Let me, let me well, it I mean, they'd be <laughs> fucking on Love Island. Did any of you guys fuck? Well. Did you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. Nah, nah. You, you, you find out. 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 Okay, Sunday. Um, <laughs> okay, Sunday, girl. <laughs> Did you say that you were gonna fuck or that you weren't gonna fuck when you first were going? Into I didn't. It? No, going in, I, I didn't. I'm I, not I, I, that girl. I, yeah, I, I didn't be like, oh no, I'm not going to. I was like, when you're in a place, you're in a place. The fact that cameras are on you all the time doesn't. I, that's the only thing that's different. It's like the cameras are there, but it's like if this would have happened without the cameras. The only reason why you're stopping is because they're there. So it's mm-hmm. like, just have to look at the cameras as... You just have to figure a way to kind of like look at the cameras as something else. Mm-hmm. And the way I kind of view the cameras is just... Eyes. Like, like when you're walking down the street and you're walking past people when you're holding hands with like a partner or whatever. Um, it's the exact same thing as the cameras. Like everyone's eyes are cameras. And so once you start treating them as just other people that are in a space then you have to learn to be comfortable with because... You're just there existing as you. Mm-hmm. You just kind of learn that the cameras are just so they they stop being as relevant. Um, Going back, sorry to pedal back to like you know the 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 bad stereotypes that have that surround our community, but they're very much valid. Like um, one of the things that did actually come up, I can't remember what it was the first or the second episode was hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you said it wasn't necessarily things that you thought about, but. Do you, um, were you, uh, mindful of ever feeding into those kind of stereotypes or was it a case of these things happen? Um, I mean, I guess feeding into, worrying about feeding into that stereotype would then play into how, like, what am I doing when I'm in there? Like, am I just kind of spending time with people and trying to figure out where the vibe is resting mm-hmm. and what it is that's going on or am i just kind of like in there doing the most just just to doing do too much yeah. because i mean if you're if your intention is to go in there and actually find someone you can you could match with and have a good time and have a, a potential relationship with then that wouldn't be something you necessarily have to worry about too much because yeah. you know what your intention is at the end of the day you never really know how things are going to go but if yeah. you know that obviously that's what you're going there to do then it's like because I am not anti, you know, not to say hookup culture. No, I'm not mm-hmm. anti hookup culture at all. Like I'm very sex positive, as I've said on the show so many times. I've been. I <laughs> there was time I was very much in the streets, girl. Very much in the streets. <laughs> okay, Shabomi. Okay, and uh, so I, I, I'm not. I'm never going to shame shame anything. Mm-hmm. But I, not even but. 
I just was wondering how switched on you guys would have been to like those certain things. And it was nice to hear the references to our hookup culture. I can't remember which one it was. I literally watched it yesterday. But he said, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really into that. Like I do want to find someone that's like this and like that. So that was really nice to see mm. um, those references. Um, I think at one point someone mentioned like a dark room as well. And I thought, okay, they really, oh, they aren't, they, they're giving it to the girls. It was very like, they didn't go into, they didn't go yeah, into it, it like and say what it was. Yeah. It was just dropped in there. At the end of the okay. day, like, at the end of it, like a lot of us small, small. have had a lot of these experiences. Like yeah. the, the degree to which each person has will vary person yeah. to person. Obviously not everyone has. Um, and so even if you haven't, you can actually even sometimes talk about these things or just kind of like joke about them. And Without them being be, stigmatised. Be, yeah, exactly. Which I think the um, show it, it did... Sorry, I keep cutting you short, babes. Okay. But I do think <laughs> that the show, the show did a really good job of, of, you know, doing that and dropping things in there with not just everyone being pro it because someone said, you know, I'm not really into that. Mm-hmm. Like, and enough, it was cool. like... Yeah, I think that was a good a good uh, nuance that they brought to, to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, there, there is a lot of that throughout, like... There are a lot of topics that we touch on. Like, to be honest, we had so many different conversations about different things that, which is why watching it all now is just as interesting for us as it is for um, everyone else because we don't even know which conversations are going to make it. Yeah. But everyone just talked honestly and open, like on, openly and honestly about any and everything, really. So yeah. that was really, it was really nice to just kind of like share experience, but like from a very truthful like point and perspective as well. So. One of the things that you said is that you really trusted the production team mm-hmm. about, you know, taking care of the show and taking care of you guys. Representation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you out here repping for all the, for all uh, the LGBTQ. Not, the, not, not the all of them. On the shoulders. But you, out, you yeah. all collectively yeah, 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 yeah. were <laughs> representing us. Yeah. Um, this goes hand in hand now with the whole we trust the production team. Yeah. Like, like I said before, not only are you, not only are you part of that community, you're very much a, a Nigerian. You're very mm-hmm. much a black boy. Now, mm-hmm. when we look at things like Love Island, mm-hmm. there's always been the black girl that's not picked or da 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 or the black boy. Like, they don't have the prettiest of times on these kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you were worried about? I wasn't, I wasn't worried about, like, if it's like, oh, they're not being picked and all of that. I wasn't worried about that because... Or even your I'm, portrayal. So, of- with, with, okay, let, let's do my portrayal first. So, with my portrayal, mm-hmm. I was very much like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go into this. One, to hopefully find someone. But then two, you're out in Italy, holiday, just have fun with it, whatever. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. But your portrayal would be based off of what material is there for them to portray you as. So... It could, I, I feel like with me anyway, or that's how, like with me, I, I just felt like I was just me in there. And so mm. that's not something I had to worry too much about because based off of what I did, which to me just felt like me just being me. Yeah. Like there's nothing for you to do anything with other than just like, mm-hmm. so th- I, I, I wasn't necessarily worried about that. With the being picked and all of that, like, I mean, I have definitely gone through my whole like period of feeling like that where you go out in spaces or whatever and you're not necessarily the one that people would come up to or talk to or what or anything like that and it's happened frequently not i wasn't frequently enough but it's happened enough but then i also know enough about myself now where i'm like if people don't see the value in what i have to offer 
because or for whatever reason then that's really that's none of my business if you're not for me then you're not for me and i shouldn't feel any kind of way because i am not seen as the jewel in everyone's eye because mm. that's not my business at the end of the day the only ones i should be concerned about are the ones that maybe i have an interest in and it's not mm. reciprocated but you can't really expect to find out in everybody else and so from the picking perspective it's like yeah cool that doesn't happen it just means that they're not there if you value yourself enough it's like you wouldn't really care mm. um so um but i mean there, there, there is new, there, <laughs> there is nuance to that because at the end of the day things can only can happen so many times before it gets to a point where you're like okay now what is actually going on here because a lot of things do play into it as well like um you can't deny the prejudices that people have especially yeah. towards like when it, when it comes to, like race and even just the way you are like the way you present like gay community especially like someone who's femme presenting may not may is less likely to be seen as um um attracted by a majority of a handful of people like in terms of who exactly is that's down to yeah finds what attracted but that's also something that plays on people's minds but people are always going to have what it is that they find attractive or their preferences yes based on condition from society and also what it is that they like but it's just understanding that that is always just going to be there you just need to be comfortable with yourself and love yourself enough to know that the person who is for you will love every single part of you regardless and did production have any kind of conversations had with you before um about race going on to the show because you know we look at people from like the love island that's the only mm-hmm. show that i can think of dating wise where we've seen you know the black contestants come out and even during their time there experience either racism like on social media from like the viewers mm-hmm. or like within the house um did, was that a conversation that they ever had with you like we know that this could be a lot for you because we know what the uk viewing sh- viewers was, are like it was or was think, it not discussed it's not i wasn't it wasn't discussed like it was very, from the beginning throughout until the end it was very much a thing of anything that you're concerned about any worries that you might have with anything that's going on we it was like the thing is they were there all the time to a point where you didn't even have to at least for me anyway i didn't necessarily have to. i compare okay i feel like compared to a lot <laughs> find it <laughs> i think going in like now that i've been through the whole experience it, i think it's actually just like confirmed even more to me just how comfortable i was with myself before going on the show because those things are things that can very easily shake you and even though they might like if i if i had those thoughts they were very much passing they came in and they went and the fact that they didn't linger with me for too long really reassured me in a way of confirming that yes you're you're good you're fine you're okay if there is anything that does come up, you there, there are people, the support was there. We could talk to who, like people that would help us through, but I was fine the whole time. Yeah. Um, what else I want to ask you? I've got through the representation thing. Um, right, so expression of like fashion and like external appearances seem to be a common thing that all of you have mentioned i think to some uh, to some extent in the first two episodes um and i think that the show so far is doing a really good job at again showing these these 
these things that you know can really shake the community about looking a certain way and mm-hmm. um the 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 detriment it can have i'm gonna sneeze the detriment it can have on people's confidence and stuff like that i think one of the guys said about taking off his top or something and yeah. i think body sh- shaming in the gay community is, is so vicious. so bad so i'm again very glad that that has been discussed and i know that this is it's a dating show it's fun but we're we are a community that has been suppressed and repressed for so long and that suffer with all of these things and in to a certain extent in silence like we all know the problems mm-hmm. but the 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 world doesn't so mm-hmm. like i'm reading i've been reading into it like far more than the average person probably or far more definitely than a straight person would because you know on love island when the girls go on there and they might talk about their bodies the world already knows the struggles women go through because it's been on the front cover of hello magazine and yeah. they've they've seen so much and we know that, that we know that struggle whereas the the global masses don't really understand the or know the problems that there are in the gay community yes they know about the the bad stereotypes but they don't know the insecurities and i feel like this right. show has touched yeah. as well words this show has so far has touched on these insecurities and is almost introducing the the uk to the gays in a certain way like yeah definitely not on a not on a comedy show and not in a film but like we're seeing you guys it's a reality program and we're seeing some of these realities about body image and stuff like that like there's a question here somewhere, Shabomi, but I don't know what question I'm trying to say. Uh, ultimately, I'm saying I think it's great that we're we're that these issues that we that we face as a community are being put on TV. And I guess maybe it's not a question. Maybe it's just a thank you. Obviously, I don't know. You in in episode one or two was already congratulated on your on your body when you you um what's what's your man's name? Mike? No, Gary. Gary. No, Gary. Ga- Gareth. When you was doing the um the pool thing and like you, your bodies are being complimented, but you know, there's people in there that were like, Oh yeah, I feel like this and I feel like that. So thank you guys for, for being so vulnerable with that kind of stuff. Cause he didn't need to say that like, and discuss that on there. He could have just kept it cute and like yeah. not done it. But I think it was extremely important for you guys to be that open with it because these are issues that cause suicide, that cause horrible things to and thoughts mm-hmm. to come to people's minds and again they're things that aren't they're not known to especially, especially when like especially when it's like in instances like even even the one like what he was touch, uh, touching on what he was talking about like there, there are times where there people people say things that in some scenarios are just not needed to be said like yeah and when that happens obviously it's gonna have a massive impact on someone's mental and the way they, what they then take away from that situation and how they then start thinking about themselves and viewing themselves and the way everyone else is viewing them, the expectation they then place on how they need to look and how they need to portray themselves to everyone else just to be received as attractive, even though it's just one person who has their issues they haven't dealt with that they're now projecting onto you and making you deal with that shit is crazy when you think about it. So it's, the more people actually have the context of understanding some of the things that we have to navigate and sift through, I guess the more empathetic, hopefully, it would allow mm-hmm. them to be to maybe just understand the things that people just have to 
go through on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So um, you spoke earlier about being obviously Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're worried about that. One of the other things that came up is religion. Now, mm. obviously, religion, gay, yeah. don't quite... They've got a complicated relationship. Very much so. Um, yeah. And one of the guys... Um, so bad, I literally watched it yesterday. But one of the other guys spoke about his family being Christian or Catholic. Mormon. Mormon that was it. Mormon. Um, and that... <laughs> huh? I know. <laughs> jokes, right? That's literally what I thought when he, when he came and said the things. Um, was... What do, can, do you have a faith? Are you religious? Are you, are you spiritual? Or? I, I'd say I'd say I'm I I'm on, I'm, I'm spiritual. I, I for the longest time I didn't consider, uh, consider myself religious at all. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum's Christian, though she's Muslim now. My dad's Muslim. Um, so growing up, I had experience of both. So yeah. While we were living here, we'd go to the church with my mum every Sunday. And for me, going to church was just like a fun time where we just got to hang out with all the other kids. And like yeah. Sunday school, most of the time we just like running around the church just messing about. Um, but the the minute we moved back to Nigeria, it was very much like, okay, you're not going to church anymore. You're going to start coming to the mosque with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just didn't like that. It just felt very forced and just felt very... Um, so after a couple of times, we like the hesitation was very obviously there. And I think rather than forcing us to go to the mosque because it just wasn't working, I had an imam come around that would teach us every Sunday and also another time through the week. We were like learning the Quran and all of that. Um, but for me, I think where I fully disconnected from religion, because even though it, felt, it was it didn't feel like something that was like coming natural to me. It was yeah. the force was too much. Where I was like, OK, what is actually really going on here? I'd, even though I was quite young, I'd heard enough stories in um, enough stories about the Bible and understood enough about Christianity that when I started learning about Islam and reading the Quran and then seeing yeah. the similarities between both religions, but then also getting to an understanding of both, like people from both religions being at loggerheads with each other, I was like, something here is making sense. And if I, at seven years old, is seeing this, and you guys are not, then... Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> and that was where I was like, okay, we're just going to do what we're told to do, but this is not working. Something is not right. Yeah. Because um, I, I feel like at the base, most religions are spiritual, but over time, it's then people trying to make sense of it in the way that they can to help them understand what it is that you're trying to understand. Because when, when you think about like just spirituality or religion generally and just trying to figure out where we come from and why we're here and all of that stuff. It's a lot for your brain to try and comprehend. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, it's it can get quite overwhelming. And so religion, I feel, allows people to just put enough faith in something that helps them to go through the day-to-day where they don't feel overwhelmed by the concept of just life and existence because mm-hmm. it's mad. Um, so I, I, I feel like... I mean, I feel, I, I obviously feel nothing for any religion or whatever people choose to yeah. practice, but that's the disconnect that I felt when I was growing up that didn't allow me to connect with either of them in the way that some people do. So that's why I'm just spiritual. That's is he, is he still Mormon? Or he said he'd left? He's, as, no, as far as I know, he's not Mormon. He's not religious. Were there, uh, Dr. Mormon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were there um, other conversations, obviously editing, it has to be all in like 45 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Were there conversations about people's faiths and stuff like that in the, the, in the house? The, I mean, the, I felt like there were conversations. I mean, I think about it now, I don't think I had 
a lot of conversation around religion in general. Oh, excuse me. It was it was probably touched on um, about how um, the LGBT plus community is, is perceived by a lot of religious communities yeah. as well. And why we're always the ones that they pick on to kind of like look at as the evil ones, even though there's really... It's, if you really understood your religion and you understood just... you, th- There would be no hate towards any one. One, yeah. But... Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we touched on it briefly, but all the conversations might have been had, but I don't, I don't remember really having a deep conversation yeah. about it with anyone in it. Um, uh, one of the other guys actually, I, th- oh, I can't remember. Jesus, the one that said his, it was his first time ever kissing a boy. That was also Josh. Yeah, yeah jo- it was him. I thought so. Um, <laughs> he was DL until he came on that show. Am I correct? He said like I he mean, wasn't. I at... mean, I, I don't even. I don't even think it was. It was that like he was. Well, he said the first person he told was five months before he'd come on the show. Yeah. Um. So. Because he that? had a whole type. He said that's not my type. So for all of this, you know, I'm 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 in a bit of the closet, and you know, this is my first date. He knew what he liked and what he didn't like. <laughs> well, I mean, the benefit like, the the benefit that I'm gonna give is the is like the whole thing. I guess and without even knowing anything about someone the initial attraction that maybe you might feel but then again that initial attraction i feel will be based on the conditioning that you have grown up and what you've kind of come to find attractive Mm -hmm. based on what is acceptable to you or what you feel would be acceptable by most people that you're closest with yeah and so that could be where he was coming from with that but then again that's in his own mind i don't know that's just the something i'm trying to what i'm trying to like, get from it um but in the five months since he told someone i don't know what happened in between but as far as i know the first kiss was the one that he had when he came in mm-hmm. um but yeah so that must have been it was i know it was, it was a crazy experience for him for that to be first but yeah, who knows what happened in between. Yeah. We just, I'd, I'd just be going off what people be telling me, so. <laughs> well, to, to like round off that, that's, that, or this conversation in terms of like our, you know, representation um, and how important that this show is, aside from just being a bit of fun, mm-hmm. like, it, like it's got a lot of weight to it and it's actually groundbreaking for reasons which i don't feel are probably being spoken about as much as they deserve to be but that's why we're speaking about them here on get the butt podcast honey um so i want to start now just talking about the tea of the house we've spoken all the the heavy stuff and you know (laughs) groundbreaking let's just get into the tea of the house so i already asked you if you was gonna fuck when you were on onto the show you said you know what i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do yeah, really and truly, that was my, that was just how, I, that's how I went in. I went in being like, okay, we're not going to try and edit anything. I'm just going to be me on there. Obviously, I know going into a space like that, you're still going to have your, yeah. um, your, you're still going to have like your anxieties and your worries and your concerns and the things that may cause you to be hesitant in certain situations. Mm-hmm. But even in all of that, eventually, like you would end up kind of just warming up to the space, warming up to the people and becoming comfortable enough to do what you would have done in any other setting. Mm-hmm. Um, so with me knowing that that's how I was going to be, it was like, we'll see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. But at the end of the day, if I do anything, it would be because I wanted to do it. And 
that's just what I have to be ready for. Like, you have to be accountable for your own actions because nobody's forcing you to do anything really and truly. So, period. So, there's already been a bit of mess with the whole Josh and oh goddamn <laughs> him not really being too upfront about. <laughs> Liking my guy, what's his name? The Essex boy tennis guy. Bob-ski. He's really cute. Bobski, that was it. That, you, know, you know what's so weird is when I went Bobski, it was like it was like a sorry, what 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 did you just say? Because that's a nickname that my family have for me. Bobski. Bobski, yeah. Bobski. Well, Bobski is how they pronounce Okay, right, right, yeah. But that's a that's a nickname that my siblings have for me um, and my mum as well. But so that was really funny when he introduced himself. I was like, oh, this Jokes. is weird. Um, but yeah, but no, he's he's lovely. Bobski's really cute. How did he take that? The the being pied off by by my guy. Um, he to be honest, he took it really. He, I mean, I say he took it really well. Like, regardless of how someone is feeling about something, you can like regardless of how they kind of try to like play it off or whatever. You could tell that you could maybe you feel a little kind of way. Yeah, I don't think there was enough time for there to be an emotional element where it's like, okay, this is gonna like. I'm gonna need time to recover. Yeah. But you're still very much like, oh, you like the reject the rejection side of it, like feeling that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to whatever degree he felt it, the way he actually handled it and the way he like dealt with the whole thing, like going up and kissing Michael. Well <laughs> <laughs> The no, way he handled it. Now see now, no, I just I was just referring more to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was just referring more to like the response. From the attraction not being there. Okay, right. Much. Like, obviously, what he went and did with Mikey, like, I mean, was you guys at free for all? Was also oh, was anyone there that was judging? Was there anyone that was no, like, oh, you I'm no? Like, I'm like, sweetie, this boy just came in. The one that you Get were matched with said no. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go do whatever. Um, so I was, I was very much like. Go get your man. Like, if you want that, because like, he wasn't even paired with anyone at that point. It's not yeah, like yeah. he was stealing someone's man. There was no one to steal. He was just like exploring his opportunities. So, <laughs> so why, while you while you guys are all paired up, are you in that mindset of okay, we are paired, or is it? Oh, we're just together. Like this is it. It's like or it's, was you out here because you seem to be getting on with your guy real well. Was you? Was there anyone else <laughs> that you was like? For, I wouldn't mind of so for me, kissing for you. Me, for me. So for me, like... For you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I was happy from the beginning, like from the first kiss, like the, the, the who I was matched with, so Gareth, yeah. great from the start and from where we started and how we're, we're going at the moment. Oh, how you're going at the moment. Are you still going? From how... Period. <laughs> okay. Like everything, everything was going good. So like I, there was no reason for for my head to be turned. Obviously, like it's like yes, okay, cool. You just met this person, and mm-hmm. so you're, you you might in the back of your head keep options open for what could potentially happen with anyone else. But no one. Were the other two no, guys that you would have not mind kissing with at the start? Because obviously we still got a lot of episodes. To I go. didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even have to even think about that because because there was because I. He was that smitten. <laughs> I kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I was, I walked into everyone else. I was like, cool. I'm a, well, you're going to get to know everyone over time. But yeah. So when you first saw Gareth, no was it like 10 out of 10, 8 out of 10? Like what we, like, what was it for you? If we're doing that, 
Which we are. I, I don't be giving people rankings, so um, it was. I would. I would. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Great. Because from no from, from the first like because obviously not knowing you're like okay I don't know what to expect but looked up and I was like okay cool good let's go nice thing um and just getting to know him more as we went into the mastery after that was it was like okay cool from this first from this initial like rea- uh, initial um me and then what is happening with kind of me finding out more and like deciding if there's something growing there it was all good for me and so. What I was getting from Gareth just meant that no one was no one was giving enough for me to even be like Look besides me, just having, yeah. besides just like having a conversation of like oh yeah like what's going on like more about you it was it wasn't there was no need for me to just be like so I was that was good period so, yeah, trying to think I mean, of what else there was other things that I wanted to ask you about did you guys know that there would be other people coming in like in the mix um, we did. But we did. We didn't know when. We didn't know mm. how many. We didn't know. So it was. But yeah. But we didn't know that there'd be someone or like a couple coming in. But yeah. Okay. CJ came on the show, didn't he? As well. Well, I've seen a. I've seen on the. I've seen a clip. Yeah, We've not been aired okay, yet. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the like. The, but I was I like, oh, word, I recognize him. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 How how was it when people would come in? Like, would it really, did it rock some boats? And did it ever get to that point? Because we've already seen, you know, a little bit with um, Bobski, but it never, like you said, it wasn't that deep yet. But obviously, how how long were you guys recording for? How long were you guys out there? Um, a month. A month. Yeah. Did it ever get to the point where people were, like, beefing? Um, it, it, did, it, did it get intense? It did, no, it did get, it did it get did. intense. It did get intense. Like, I mean, the times where it did get intense, I guess I wasn't involved enough for me to feel the real brunt of it. I could very much just kind of be, or at least I, I no, 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 yeah. I was, I mean, I was very much- Were like, you in the mix-up? Of the drama? Of the drama. Did you get into any mix-up? I wouldn't say, I, I, I don't think so. I Would other people say so? No, I don't think anyone would. Okay, period. Yes, yes. No, you just come in shining a light in the house. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Were there any fights? That physical ones? Because I feel like UK is very different. In America, you know, they'd be, they'd be getting into it. No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I don't even think I would have allowed physical fights. I don't think on any shows they allow physical fights. Like, obviously, it gets as heated as it's going to get. But yeah, it it's gets not there, Zeus Network. It's like... Yeah. So, no, everyone was... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So, what, like, you guys are obviously drinking alcohol a lot. Do you feel like alcohol persuaded any of you guys to do certain things in the house? Like, like that kiss that Bobski went up and had. Like, had you guys all been drinking at this point? So, obviously, you're in the sun, the, the cocktails are flowing. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't even say we're drinking a lot. No? I'd okay. Say, like, you'd have a beverage here or there. Um, but then again, what is my lot compared to other people? Well, this is it because you hear drinking rum, um, not rum, gin. But it's tasty. And I, you like, it, it tastes like sweet. Gin. And I was like, that's gin. And you said I can't taste the alcohol. So, period. In <laughs> fact, <laughs> we weren't drinking a lot. Like, I thought that was juice. Nobody come across as an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? No, it was, I don't, no, I don't think, um, I don't think libations were enough to, 
pursue it and want to do anything that day, probably weren't either thinking of doing anywhere. They started having a beverage. It just instead um, anyway, help so them do like, what they yeah, really. Like, maybe listen to it a little bit, but nah, I think everyone did what they wanted to do in there. Yeah, very much so. Um, obviously, we've only seen two episodes. Uh, at the moment and we're going to see more hopefully we can have you on again if you're up for it mm. as it goes on and we can really get into talk about other of things the, more one of the things um but with what you can talk about is there anything that you wish you did differently no no i think maybe i mean may- maybe opened up even more like i because because this is this is something that kind of su- that would surprise me every now and again like i would um there'd be members of uh, the production team that would come up to us and just kind of um really just just touch on how they appreciate how we were all being very open and being very vulnerable about our experiences and stuff mm-hmm. but even with that a lot of the time i would sit there and be like I didn't even feel like I've given you a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's the only thing I would say. Maybe it might have been... Because I, I did think I was... As much as I was open and... I think more of it for me actually kind of came... Because it's kind of how I am just day to day anyway. A lot of the time I would only say something if I'm asked a question. If someone asks me a question, I will give you the answer. But unless the conversation is already going where I feel like I have something to say in that space... I'm going to just be quiet because mm. I would, I learn a lot more sitting, listening, observing and taking in experience of other people and actually just trying to apply that to not just my experience, but also get an understanding of just how they end up navigating through spaces. Yeah. So I may end up not even talking that much a lot of the time, but apparently I did, but I don't think I did. Mm. Um, but then I guess... It depends on just how much you need to say. Like, you don't really need to necessarily talk for hours for you to actually say something of value. So maybe just down to that. But I just, I just feel like I'd maybe, I maybe, I did, I did think, I, I, th- I think I could maybe kept something, not kept back, but just maybe wasn't as open as people, I don't know, felt like I was. But and that's just a personal thing, maybe, I don't know. And do you feel like there was an extra pressure or an extra stress on you being a black guy on a gay dating show. Do you feel like it affected your experience whilst out there recording? Um, me personally, I wouldn't, I, not necessarily. Because um, one I thing mean, I did notice is that from the start, we've only seen two episodes, is that there wasn't that, oh, there's the black, like in Love Island, there, mm-hmm. from the start, they're treated different, they're mm-hmm. shown differently. And I feel like that is one of the beautiful things that this show did is actually there was none of that. Mm-hmm. There was no, oh, I'm not into this. Well, that you, you guys never seem ostracized in any way, in the way that Love Island yeah. often Every, we has. Were all, we were all You all much, seem like yeah, this. And I thought, you know, that like is... That. That is something really great. And obviously, we know that like we spoke about it, black people, black men are um, are fetishized in in the gay community as well as in the straight community. And I don't feel like that. It didn't really it didn't play that, out. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't give that, which yeah. I was really happy about. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely happy about that as well. I mean, I think that's the reason why I probably didn't feel any kind of way in that sense because I wasn't made to feel that way. Yeah, I was just treated like myself while I was in there and so that allowed me to be myself and not have to worry about expectations that people might have of me because of just 
how mm. I look, I guess. So. And let's clarify. So you're you're into both white guys, black black guys. You're oh, into... there's no, we don't have restrictions. Yeah, all the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. Also, you was fine. Because I'm <laughs> thinking like, how we how how is it going to be if you are into like black guys and there's only like one or two is giving. Yeah, I, yeah. For me, there yeah, there isn't any restriction on like what someone's race is, and mm-hmm. like regardless of that. First, it's the initial attraction, which is not based on race yeah. me. And then after that, it's like, okay, let's get to know you. And that's where it comes from for me. And what was your so. highlight of the whole experience? Um, highlight? the uh, What bit was... Um, like what means the most to you about? Like what I, you really I mean, take from this? Like, I... There, there, there are a few moments that I, that was kind of, because with, for me, it was like very much, you're going on the show. Yes, the show is very important, but as well as there's all of that, you want to go there and have fun. But me just being me on there was, from what I've heard, from what I've been told, was enough to have an impact that I didn't even no, I didn't even realize because I wasn't doing anything more. Yeah. And just being told that you as you are is is important, is like enough meaningful, is that I like is is yeah. It's is is something I'm gonna take with me for the rest of my life because it if there's any if there's any time I ever have doubt about just my existence which for a lot of us, really does come up every now and again. Yeah. That's something that really just helped me just put all that to rest, so. And what about regrets? And now this, I want to go motherfucking camera. <laughs> Ooh, regrets. Regrets, regrets. Um... Is there anything that you regret not doing or, or anything that you regret about... that you did is there anything you're like oh i wish i didn't or what do you yeah what do you regret do you not regret is a stronger what do you what do you wish you didn't do or did differently um i i actually maybe I actually don't regret, and maybe okay, maybe like not jumping into the pool when I did because I wanted my hair to last longer. <laughs> like, honestly, by the end, I was like, "Girl, <laughs> <laughs> did you have all the equipment with you for this month? I, did you have all your things?" No, I mean, I just, I just had like spray. I had like obviously do rags and shit to like tie the ed- lay the edges down. Yeah. But with locks, once the roots start to do what they do, especially once you've gone in the water, wow, I was pretty much game over. That's, I mean, honestly, I don't really think I have like regrets besides just. Maybe just the water that hit my head. Like honestly, I had I had such a great experience. But Gav still thought you was cute, yeah. Yeah, what? But Gav still thought you were cute, though. Yeah. 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 Period. <laughs> From start to the finish. I mean, I don't want I don't want to give any spoilers away, but um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, uh, thank you for. Talking about the, the whole fucking experience. <laughs> Obviously, I know you can't say certain things, bro. But um, I'm definitely excited to see to see more, to see more. Um, but yeah, well done again for being a part of it. And 
it's only been two episodes, but I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. I can't see what other mess comes up, honey. I'm enjoying. Right, so now it's time for get the belt. Who does your belt go to, Shabomi? About this, you know. So at first, you know what I I was thinking with it. I was like, at first, I wanted to, I wanted to give mine to the president of Uganda, but like at the end of the day, he's not the only one. Yeah. Like, yes, I guess he's the one at the top, so like he should be like responsible. But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, not just him, but a lot of people that just like to live in willful ignorance about things because they refuse to sit in silence and actually engage critical thinking skills and sometimes ask why something is. Um, because when you, th- when, you, when you think about just us as queer people, like when you're being targeted and when you're being um, discriminated against and treated the way that you are by a lot of people, to still think that this is something that you choose as opposed to us just being ourselves and refusing to be forced to do something that doesn't really agree with us innately is wild. And that's mostly because you just don't want to take the time to actually just sit and think about there being a possibility about things being different to what you have come to know because what you've come to know may not necessarily be the truth. It's just Mm -hmm. what you've been led to believe. And so why don't you try to do that work? And so I feel like a lot of our pain and struggle comes from just people refusing to do that work, to just sit and actually just think about things for themselves as opposed to just what they hear from everyone else. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, I love to give grace and grace I feel should always be given, but at the same time, it's like, are we going to give, keep giving grace until we're gone? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I believe in cussing. <laughs> I believe in gra- I believe in giving grace, but sometimes giving someone grace is giving them a cussing. <laughs> because otherwise, like, me, I'll cuss the people I love because you can't be moving mad. That, otherwise you won't learn. Mm. And so sometimes that grace is, is not always nice. That's why, the, that's why the, the phrase, you know, truth hurts, is because sometimes truth, which is graceful, Sometimes is saying something that's not cute to hear. It's just like you don't want to, like, it's telling you this thing that you're not ready to work on, but really and truly is to help you. So sometimes, but yeah. Period. So you're giving it to the president of Uganda. Give it yeah, to him. Yeah, do your chest pain. He can have it. He can have it. He can have it. Like, obviously, everyone else, but he can have, he can have the actual things and okay. everybody else learn a lesson. Period. <laughs> Well, I was at a bit of a loss and I didn't really want to do this because like I was saying about my holiday being so cute, like it was um, like it was amazing. The holiday was amazing. However, I did book it within like five, well, not five hours. Like I'd been looking for like a day and a half and then it, I had to do it quickly because like my, my time off like came up and bit me in the ass real quick. And it, all of a sudden I was off tomorrow and I was like, okay, yeah, we've been looking for the last two days, but... I need to be on a plane tomorrow, so it was done quite quick. So I booked this really cute hotel. It's called the Print the Princess Hotel in Grand Canaria, and I, it said it was all inclusive, and I paid the extra for the all inclusive. But I don't. I just feel like their term all oh, is different oh to no, mine. So fun. like on our first day, there was a point where I like asked for a certain kind of alcohol, and there's like, oh, that's not included, and I was like. But I've got on the all inclusive. Res- well, no, they had spirits, but like just like instead of like instead of me wanting like Patron tequila, oh, it was like okay. I don't know tequila. 
de la casa or something like that. And it's like, okay, that's that's cute, but like I want that one. And so we had to do upgrades. So I went to the the fucking desk and I was like, okay, so I want this, I want all the things, like I want all of it, which is why I clicked all inclusive. And they're like, okay, we're very sorry, like on the website we don't offer you that. Uh, is when you come here. So I was like, okay, well, that's long, but sure, whatever. So we paid the extra. We're doing it. Day two now, after enjoying, you know, these things that I'm finally paying, that I was paying for, I wanted to sit on this one sunbed and we go and sit on it. And then we get told, oh, you can't, you can't sit here on these ones. You've got to pay like 35 euros a day. And I was just like, what, what, what do you, so when you really said, when you advertise yourselves as all inclusive, yeah. <laughs> What were you referring to? Because that alcohol wasn't included. This chair isn't included. And then later on, like that day, like my babes needed to iron something and there wasn't one in the room. So we called down Not to pay- reception. No. Babe, they You're wanted the they iron. wanted five euros for the they iron. Said, or coins. No, <laughs> I was like, bitch, the fuck? Like, what is all inclusive about this? And like, it got to the point where I was like, okay, let's get some del- drinks delivered to the room. We've gone to uh, order them. And they're like, no, you've got to come down and, and, and get it. And I was like, but... I'm on Holly Bobs. I'm not coming downstairs and <laughs> not taking the lift. Like... You do room service, right? And they were like, yeah. And so I was like, well, can we bring up the drinks? And they're like, no, that's not included. And I was like, oh, my God. And then when I went down, I was like, okay, do you know I can't bother to fight. It's like, I'm drunk. I don't want to get kicked out of this place, whatever. I go down there. We get the drinks. It's all cute. I then go to the reception now because I'm like, okay, we're going to need food. And I don't want to be doing this again. So I was like, okay, can I get food to the room? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. I was like, finally. And they gave us this little QR code to scan. I was like, okay, at least this. So we go upstairs, we do the the QR code. 10 euros for this, 5 euros for that. I called them. They're like, oh, no, 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 that won't be included. And it just like, it just wound me up because like the whole premise of it was that everything is all inclusive. It wasn't a five star, it was a four star. But I still think if you're going to advertise as an all inclusive, you can have things that aren't included. Yeah, like it just doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah. Don't call yourself all included. Call it, I think it's half board or or whatever. Like you're either all inclusive. No, but even half board, it's just the food that's half board. You still get everything else included, no? Um, I don't know. I've only ever done all inclusive, except know, for this right. time. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't all inclusive. So like, and and I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't chat shit. Like the food was beautiful. The drinks when you finally got that other upgrade were lit. But it just it just annoyed me that they said it was all inclusive when I still had to get out my card. Like I don't expect to get out my card and pay for anything if what I have purchased is fucking yeah. all inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. The whole reason is I don't have to now go out and do chip and pin or contactless. We've already now we're going over budget. Like nah, yeah. For. Like it was not all include inclusive, bitch. Yes, the hotel was cute. The hotel was nice. The food was great. But you lied to me and you are lying to everyone on your website when you say that this hotel is all inclusive. Because you go to the Rio, the Rio Hotel, or you go to fucking Secrets or wherever you want to go. It's everything is all inclusive. You don't have to be taken out your card. But from when I had to buy things at this alleged all-inclusive hotel. <laughs> Omo, how is it all-inclusive if I'm getting at my Amex? So that pissed me yeah, off. I mean, I feel like you should probably get some money back. For that. No, I've already said I'm going to write. When I get the time, I'm going to write a, a cute, lengthy email. <laughs> strongly worded. Strongly worded. 
about all the things that I had to pay for on this uh, this all inclusive. Um, so yeah, the the not even just the, not the hotel because the hotel was cute, but just the the false advertisement of it all, the lies of it all for me mm. is what gets the bell. Always the lies. Yeah, it always is the lies oh, about you're a top oh. bitch. <laughs> anyway. Thank you guys for listening. That is my belt this week. Thank you again, Shabami, for coming on and Thank talking all the things. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Um, never thought I would have you on as a guest on the podcast, girl. Weird. Uh... Well, you're not listening as a guest. <laughs> 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 you'll be the second person that this happened to. But also, I, I love to see that because not not that it's elitist. That is not that. But that obviously, I'm not just gonna have all my friends are here for no reason. Like I, like it's. I get people on everyone can inspire someone mm-hmm. like everyone can but like people that are really d- I need to be careful what I'm saying but like people <laughs> that are really doing bits or that you know are, it's not every Tom Dick and Harry do you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it's great when I get someone that is a listener because if I could have all the listeners on here I would love to but it would it would it would change the meaning of what this show is and like mm-hmm. who comes on um and it's not miles and friends you know what i mean it's not that's not the podcast and so it's really nice that you're the first person i had on that said you know i used to listen to the show and like being here and i was is crazy oh my god who was it it was someone quite recent fuck <gasps> emmanuel from uh, the actor, the award-nominated actor from for Which Black Boys, and it's closed. It's closed. No, because you, I can't even lie to you, bro. Like that, that show was amazing. No one I can't even about it. I, I know it was. Even the racists have kept quiet. <laughs> even the racists kept quiet because they knew. You um, but yeah, he was like, oh, you know, I remember the first time I met you and like, he was like, oh, I said, I loved your voice. You was shouting somewhere drunk or whatever, one of my events. He said, yeah, I love your voice. I was like, well, listen to my podcast. And he said, I listened to it. And then a couple of years later, he's on as an award nominated actor. Yeah. As a guest. And now here you are being one of the first ever cast members of this iconic show. I love that. I love that. We but yeah, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you for me. Uh, Hopefully we can get you on as this show progresses and yeah. more of this shit unfolds. I, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, no. Have we got a lot of stuff to look forward to? Yeah, most definitely. Yes, there is still lots more to come. Um, so stay tuned. If you haven't watched, catch up on iPlayer. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's lit, great. lit. Well, thank you one last time. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, as you know, always please do share, subscribe, follow Shubomi on his Instagram and everywhere else. We'll put that all in the bio. Yeah, Shubomi um, go everywhere anyway, but yeah. Period. We love continuity. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah, post, review, rate, share, blah, 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 blah. Um, any last words before we duck out of here? Um, any last words? Um, no, just remember to take that time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Breathe, sit in silence you i feel like a lot of stuff will get done when you actually just take time for you and just try to switch up every now and again but yeah. other than that no just everyone have a lovely whatever rest of today is and the rest of week yeah everything else and much lovage amazing well you have been listening to the podcast that is known as home of melanin magnificence and kingdom of belts you've been listening to get the belt podcast
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.